Welcome back, Letterman Row watchers, listeners. This is Talking Stuff, the Ohio State Recruiting Podcast, brought to you by Letterman Row and our good friends at Buyers Auto. Uh, I'm Jeremy Birmingham. That's Spencer Holbrook. We are once again talking stuff about Ohio State football recruiting. Uh, it's official. Kerry Combs is now the defensive coordinator at Ohio State. Greg Madison will continue in his role as the co-defensive coordinator. Kerry Combs obviously will continue to work with the defensive backs in Columbus as he um, was famous for and and uh, for six years. The hashtags are back. Six years, not five. Make sure we're aware of that. It was a six-year stint uh, previously, and now he's in Columbus again, Not although not today. We are. We're at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center talking stuff. Kerry Combs currently, Wednesday afternoon, is in Muskegon, Michigan, recruiting Cameron Martinez. Probably playing um, Connect Four or something. Uh, probably not. I think they're still in school, but uh, it's a big day. It's it's a big opportunity for Cam Martinez, for Kerry Combs, for Ohio State to really lock this up and, and put to bed any concerns for Cam Martinez. The lone unsigned 2020 commitment for the Buckeyes. Spencer, if you were a recruit, and which you I'm knew, not, you knew all this stuff about Ohio State, right? You knew everything about it. You've been committed for six months. Why is that meeting with? your position coach right now, three weeks before signing day, actually important? He's the guy that's going to coach you. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. But if, every recruit's different. I think people forget that, that, that recruits want different things. And if Cam wants to have a good uh, relationship with his position coach, more power to him. I think it's a huge decision. It's a life-changing decision for a kid to pick where he goes to school. And for him to want to be sh- absolutely 100% sure that he wants to play for his this position coach he's going to spend a lot of time with in a meeting room. I, I actually think it's a really smart thing for Cam to do, and I think he's been getting ridiculed a little bit. But I just think this is a actually a good decision on his part. Not that the other guys, Ryan Watts and those guys, didn't make good decisions, but but for Cam, he wanted to know. And so now that he knows, he gets to meet Kerry Coombs, he gets to see the energy level. I'm assuming there's going to be some standing on couches and yelling at people and, and using long hashtags. And I think this will all be put to bed in the next week or so now that Kerry Coombs is the guy. He can talk to Cam. Uh, you know, when he needs to. And I, I think Cam will uh, reaffirm his commitment and shut down anything if he is committed to Kerry Coombs in the next week or so. Yeah, I think the important thing here, and we talk about Ryan Watts and Legend Cavazos and Lathan Ransom, uh, especially Watts and Cavazos, those guys were enrolling at Ohio State two weeks later, right? They had very limited time to make that decision, and their decision was made knowing that, A, they are lifelong defensive backs. They have played the position their whole lives. They knew exactly what they were going to do when they came to Ohio State. They trusted that Ryan Day was going to hire somebody uh, to replace Jeff Halfley and be as good or better uh, coaching-wise. Okay, So that, that's a big piece of the puzzle. Cam Martinez has never played defensive back in his life. That is a major commitment to a, for a kid to be willing to say, hey, I'm going to take this step. I'm going to trust Ryan Day and his vision for my future. But to then say I'm going to do that without having any idea who's coaching me in a position that I don't know how to play, it makes a lot of sense. And I said it before signing day in December. I'll say it again now. If I was Cam Martinez, I'd be doing the exact same thing. And if I was any recruit in the country who wasn't enrolling early, I would not be signing until February. This is the thing that I will say. Ryan Day didn't hire all of those assistants. They were kind of some turnover from Urban. They were the same guys. Last year, he went 10 for 10 on assistance. His assistants were pretty darn good. I'd be willing to bet he goes 10 for 10 again this year with some of the same guys, but 10 for 10 as far as getting these guys in here. I think Kerry Coombs is going to be a home run, and I think you're going to start to see it pay off, not just with Cam Martinez, but in this 2021 class, he's going to really flex some muscle and show uh, 
the rest of the country really, hey, my flag, my flag planting ways are back. Yeah, Kerry, again, as I said, Wednesdays in Muskegon, Michigan, visiting Martinez. He's going to see him at a school, going to see him at home. On Thursday, he'll be in Detroit going back to his old stomping grounds and, and visiting old high school coaches that he knew from his previous time at Ohio State. The, the response from coaches that I've spoken to in that area this week is extremely positive. They loved Kerry Combs in his previous time at Ohio State. I expect that they will continue to uh, love him there. It's also a pretty good sign that Kerry Combs should be considered um, the guy who will continue to recruit Michigan for Ohio State. That is a spot Matt Barnes has sort of uh, uh, slid into in the last few months as the Buckeyes were sorting it out because Jeff Halfley was not really recruiting a territory so much as he was individual players. That, to me, is one of the more interesting things that I think is worth watching over these next few months because Jeff Halfley had an opportunity uh, to just pick the cornerbacks that he wanted and the defensive backs that he wanted and then recruit those guys. So, yeah, I mean, he did some work on the East Coast where he's from and that kind of stuff. But ultimately, he got to get a, a little preferential treatment, I guess, that it took Larry Johnson years to get, right? So, like, Ryan Day is showing that he trusts his coaches in a, in a real way where he's let them go out and say, hey, this is my guy. And that's what you're seeing with Tony Alford at the running back position. Yes, they have their geographical areas, but if Tony Alford says, this is the running back I want, it doesn't matter if he's in California or but, where. But that comes from Ryan Day doing that himself. Yeah. Tom Herman did it at Ohio State where he went, all he had to do was go down to Athens and say, Joe Burrow is my guy. The quarterback's a little was, different and, because there's only one in a class. But if you're taking a, a defensive back spot, yeah, we're but, talking five or six guys in this 2021 class. But it's pretty easy to see that Ryan Day did that too with his guys. This is the guy I want. Let me go out and get him. And Ryan Day's taking that approach that a lot of teams only take with the quarterback and saying this is the guy I want. And he's letting everyone do that. If you want this defensive end, go get him. That's your guy. If you want this cornerback, Jeff Halfley, go get him. Now Kerry Coombs. If you want this guy, if you want Tony Grimes and you think he's the guy that can make a difference in this 2021 class, go get him because we need him. Yeah, I think that's really going to be interesting to watch because Obviously, when you have a coaching change, you're talking about uh, transition in a lot of ways for the program, about style, about approach, about uh, teaching ability, teaching style. But you also have individual preferences when it comes to what guys are looking for in a defensive back. And I think that that's one of the reasons why the time that Kerry spent in the NFL is going to be really beneficial for him in Ohio State. Because as, as Robert Steeples, the head coach at DeSmet High School in St. Louis, where uh, Ja'Kalen Johnson, a top 2021 cornerback, plays, he thinks that the time in the NFL is going to change Kerry's ability to evaluate because he's going to be looking for different traits and different people as opposed to this is the only type of cornerback this I is, want. This is the man-to-man -man corner that I have to have. We're going to play press man. You have to disguise that stuff, and you have to learn new ways to incorporate a defense in the NFL, and you have to incorporate new skill sets in the NFL because this guy's under contract and he's playing. Right. So it, you have different. to adapt. It's different in college football. I think that is going to be a huge plus for Ohio State. Maybe Cam Brown's not efficient in this area, but he is here. Well, Ohio State's going to adapt to that. Kerry Coombs is going to adapt to that. And then he's going to say in 2021, you know, or maybe Sean Wade is better somewhere than he is somewhere else. He's going to disguise that, put it where he needs to be, and that's going to be the same on the recruiting trail. You're going to see him go out and get the guys he thinks can fit where, I mean, they fit, really. Ryan Day has said in the past, and, and this is in, in recruiting in general, uh, but it, he was speaking specifically about quarterback recruiting, that he looks for one extraordinary skill. Okay, So for a quarterback, they have to be either the, the – perfect size or be able to throw the ball 80 yards or perfect accuracy, great footwork, great 
And I think you're going to see that approach trickle down to other positions, which is, hey, if this guy's a, a really top-notch uh, zone corner, let's go get him. If this guy's a 4-3, let's go get him. But you're not going to find those guys that, that don't fit the mold um, uh, of having an extraordinary skill. And one thing Kerry Combs was really great about in the past was finding cornerbacks that fit exactly what he was looking for. He changed the defensive back position at Ohio State with really going after the longer guys, the guys like Okuda and Sean Wade. And I think you'll see that again. But you know, Ryan it's, Watts. It's Ryan Watts. It's going to be very interesting to see where he ends up going on the recruiting trail. He's not going to St. Louis to see J.K. Johnson on Friday, as has been discussed. Matt Barnes will be doing that with Brian Hartline. Hartline's been really handling that recruitment for a while now because St. Louis is one of his areas. But um, you know, I, I do want to talk about the running back position, as I brought up just a minute ago. But this week's a big one. Ohio State uh, already saw Kamar Wheaton and Donovan Edwards last Friday, as you and I talked about uh, on Talking Stuff last Sunday night. But now this week you're going to see Will Shipley get visited. You're going to see Evan Pryor get visited over in North Carolina. You'll probably see, uh, like I said, Alfred uh, in Michigan, probably going to see Donovan Edwards on Thursday. And I think that Tony Alfred will probably be up in that area as well. Um, so it, how the Buckeyes are really going to approach this is sort of a, a shotgun approach. Everyone's going to go everywhere. Like earlier this week, Greg Stadraro was in in Florida seeing the IMG Academy, but Matt Barnes was at uh, in Kentucky seeing Jagger Barton. I think I think the approach here is they're not going to let any of these guys think they're not the priority. So when Ryan Day goes to see Donovan Edwards. Tony Alford goes to see Kamar Wheaton, and then they flip-flop and do the, the opposite the next week, and it's going to be the same with Evan Pryor and Will Shipley. You don't want these guys to think they're not the priority, and I think that's a problem. That's part of the what they ran into in 2020. A couple of these guys maybe didn't think they were the priority, and so they missed out on all of them, except for Mike Williams. 2021 is not going to be that case. They're swinging to hit a home run. They're going. I, I have the confidence in Tony Alford that they will hit a home run. Yeah. Just the way they're approaching this running back recruiting is really interesting to me, trying to get everyone to go everywhere. Uh, yeah, the goal here is it's really early, okay? There's still a year until signing day has to happen for the class of 2021. There is no point in going out and seeing 100 different running backs in these two weeks. You only have a two-week contact period here. The, the, the goal is to go see the guys that matter the most. And that's why you're going to see the Buckeyes constantly rotating through the same schools. That's why Corey Dennis, the new quarterbacks coach at Ohio State, was in Texas seeing the best 2022 quarterback in the country uh, on Tuesday. He went to see Quinn Ewers at, at uh, South Lake Carroll in Texas. The goal here for Ohio State is to make sure that the best of the best know the Buckeyes are coming. And the rest of the kids around the country, and that sounds, I don't know, elitist or whatever, they only have a short amount of time. Yeah. They're not going to waste time going to see marginal recruits right now because they want those recruits the guys that they're not sure of they want to see them on campus in the in the spring they want, they want to, to see them in camp uh in the summer so um you know right now for ohio state i really don't expect the 2021 class to be any more than 21 or 22 kids and they've already got nine commitments so it's almost halfway finished and we haven't even hit february of 2020 yet so that's crazy there's a lot of work to do but the, the ability that they've had to get a head start on this class gives them a real cushion where they can sort of be pretty picky over the next few months. Yeah, it's interesting to me that the running back, the way they're approaching everything, the way they're approaching already starting on 2022, just because 
when you have a, a quarterback nailed down in 2021, you know he's in, you can go visit him, then you get to 2022. And I, I think Kyle McCord's aware of that. But I want to make something clear. I don't think any of these running backs in 2021 are ready to commit. And I don't think Ohio State's ready to be done evaluating. That's the most important thing. There's a lot of discussion in the last week, and I'm glad you Will, brought that about up. About Will Shipley. About uh, Evan Pryor. Well, he, Evan Pryor. People who believe that Evan Pryor is favoring Ohio State, which he may be. I think that he probably is favoring Ohio State right now. But that doesn't mean he's ready to commit. And it doesn't mean even if he tried to commit that Ohio State would say no because they're interested in Donovan Edwards or, or Kamar Wheaton. There's discussions that happen all the time, no matter which player in the country you're talking about. Jalen Johnson, a perfect example of this. There had, there had to be a discussion. Are we ready to take this kid? Are we ready to say yes? Generally speaking, if the Buckeyes have been recruiting someone at this point, they're willing to say yes because they've prioritized those kids from the start. But... You know, it, it's always going to be up in the air based on how they're feeling about other uh, potential prospects. And I'm going to say it right now again, more than halfway full prob- or almost halfway full in this class. I don't think they want a bunch of other kids to commit right now. They need this time to evaluate and to get to know people. So that's, that's where I think they're at with 2021. Yeah, and I think it is interesting because Ohio State is in all likelihood as I stand here on is it the 22nd Jan- January 22nd 2020 Ohio State will get a top five running back in this class I, it, it, yeah. I have I'm very confident that, that will happen uh, the way they're recruiting these guys the approach they're taking they're, like I said making everybody feel like they're a priority because they are a priority it's not just making these guys feel it Ohio State genuinely recruits these guys because they're interested all five of those four or five of those running backs we've listed have a legitimate shot at being a part of this class, and Ohio State knows that. This morning, Ryan Day was in in Virginia. He was at Episcopal High School in Alexandria seeing Bryce Steele. There's a player that you might not think Ohio State's even going to recruit anymore because Jalen Johnson did commit, and they're essentially the same player. But that's recruiting. Like You have to maintain these relationships. You have to keep the coaches and the players understanding that you're aware of them, where they are, even if it's a player that right now they would not take a commitment from. You just don't know what happens. And so I think that one thing that for fans who are watching and listening, oh, why are they doing this? Just understand that these guys have a pretty good plan. Uh, and the fourth ranked class in the country in 2020, the number one ranked class in the country in 2021 so far. It's not going to finish that way. Let let it play out. Okay? Yeah. That's and- where we're going to end this episode of Talking Stuff. Uh, I'm Jeremy Birmingham. That's Spencer Holbrook. This has been Talking Stuff brought to you by Buyers Auto. We are at lettermanrow.com. Make sure you check us out. We will talk to you folks in a few days. Thanks a lot.